And welcome to another episode of More Than Therapy Podcast. Today, my featured guest is Jonathan Friedman, and he's going to speak to us about a lot of things. But the main focus today will be the journal that talks back. As a therapist, I find that journaling is one of the key tools that helps my clients in recovery. But this particular journal is a little bit different. In essence, it'll help somebody like me get on track and be on track. Jonathan, tell us about the journal that talks back. Absolutely. Hey, everybody. I'm Jonathan. I'm president of the journal that talks back. Um, we're uh, a startup located in Toronto. We're launching in October. Um, and what the journal that talks back is, what we're building is an accessible coaching platform for young professionals and post-secondary students um, that allows for those young professionals and post-secondary students to engage with a coach in an accessible journal. So basically, um, users will journal and their coach will read and respond to each and every single one of their journals. So imagine the coaching version of text therapy. That's kind of the concept. A great, great tool, a great tool. I was looking at it myself and I was like, this is, even though it says it's accessible coaching for young professionals, not deemed a young professional anymore. I'm a middle-aged professional. But... Oh, come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, oh, this is something that I could see very beneficial. I know that in my podcast circle, a lot of people could utilize coaching regarding meeting their podcasting goals. I know in my mental health circle, a lot of mental health professionals could utilize a coach outside of licensure supervision to meet their personal goals, to meet their wellness goals. Absolutely. I think it's a phenomenal product. What inspired you to make such a product? For sure. So um, way, way before this was even a concept, um, I actually worked for about eight years as a child and youth counselor. Um, I worked primarily with uh, young adults who had a primary diagnosis of autism and young children who had experienced trauma. Um, and one of the main things that I would do was I would go into a home and I would um, use uh, accessible and adaptive technologies to help these young people communicate. So uh, an example of that could be, you know, somebody would, I'd walk into a house, there'd be holes on the wall, and I'd find out that that individual might have just wanted popcorn. And for years and years, they just didn't know how to, to, how to ask for that. And using the power of technology and some of the really great tools that are out there, we were able to really um, access really positive patterns of communication. So fast forward, um, I tried marketing for a bit after that for a coaching company. And then when COVID hit, we looked at, uh, there were a lot of young professionals who were needing coaching, but price points for coaching and a lot of other services uh, were very high. And we thought, hey, you know, there's probably a way to make coaching accessible both price-wise and in terms of the format for uh, the needs of young professionals and post-secondary students. And uh, Felipe, we'd love to have you on as well. While it's not, while it's uh, designed specifically um, to be, you know, accessible for young professionals and post-secondary students, we are definitely open to anybody and everybody over the age of 18 to utilize the service. That's what's up, that's what's up. Your past, you said, has transitioned you to develop such an app to benefit even a larger range of people because it's worldwide accessible. What brought you into the field of human services, the helping field? 
because that's a journey that people have different paths to get there. What was your journey? Um, so right from high school, I went to business school. And when I was in business school, um, I took economics and courses like that. And I also took psych and psychopathology, um, like the study of mental illness and mental health. And I would be in economics class. And no matter how much I studied, I really, really struggled. And then I would go to my psychology classes and just be so excited and so eager to learn. And I wanted to know everything I could. And what happened was um, I ended up uh, dropping out of the business side of the program at Waterloo. And uh, I started looking for a program that could sort of meet my uh, meet my thirst for knowledge around psychology. And when I started doing some research, I was looking at, you know, psychology, I was looking at social work, and I ended up with child and youth work because there uh, really are a lack of, um, like, male representation in the field, and there's a lot of um, young men who needed male support. So I really wanted to uh, meet that need. And as I started studying for um, that program, um, I got work right away and it really uh, sort of changed the trajectory of what I, even I thought I could do. Indeed, indeed. A lot of people don't realize the benefits of journaling. They look at it as keeping a secret diary, writing their events of the day. In your opinion, in your expertise, in your yeah. work that you've done, what are the benefits of journaling? So so for me, I'll, I'll speak about my own experience and uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people that can relate. So for me, um, I struggle with anxiety, like very, very struggle. When I was younger, I used to go, be outside in our Toronto weather in Canada and minus 30 in a t-shirt and I'd still sweat through because I was so, so anxious. There were so many thoughts rolling around in my head all the time. And uh, they were a result of, you know, a bunch of different experiences I had gone through, uh, even as far back as myself being a, a, a young kid, um, all the way to my experiences in relationships in school with other people in my life who uh, suffer with mental illness. And what I learned was that as I started to write things down, a lot of things that I couldn't even communicate would actually show up on the page. So even before I recognized and had gone for therapy and had gone for coaching to explore my anxiety disorder, a lot of what I thought were just behavioral pieces you know, the sweating, the tunnel vision, uh, the shakiness, um, the weird communication during an anxiety attack, all of those pieces. Um, once I started to write it down, I really noticed that um, there was a lot more going on and that there were, there were incredible details that I didn't think were accessible in the same way. So one of the things I really love about journaling is it really unlocks some of the really deep stuff that's all the way locked in the back of your head and brings it right to the table, right to pen and paper. When you read it back, you say, at least for me, I say, wow, that's that's something that's truly, I, I didn't think was there. And one of the things that we're trying to do with the journal that talks back is include um, a, a, a coach, a certified coach to read and respond to those journals. So it kind of takes the journaling component to the next step. How do you get certified coaches on board? Like what is your onboarding? What does it look like? How, how does it work? 
Mm -hmm. How do like do you um do you advertise in a paper or in a website? Like let's say I wanted to be a certified coach, mm -hmm. how would I go about doing such? So um, for this initial test, because we're developing the app, we're launching in October. It's really a new thing. Um, where our parent company, Frame of Mind Coaching, has been a coaching company for almost twenty years, and we have a lot of people who've been certified through the Frame of Mind Coaching methodology for a long time. They've been coaching for five years, 10 years, 15 years, there's really a, a wealth of experience there. And that's what we started to pull from for this service. Um, but totally transparently, we're looking at um, including all sorts of people um, and all sorts of experiences to be trained in reading and responding to journaling um, as we start to scale. So we sort of have this initial really um, trusted group of coaches that we've been working with for a very long time in our executive coaching company uh, in this service. Um, but as we start to scale, we're going to be looking at, you know, ther therapy, uh, sorry, therapists and um, other other coaching professionals and other social working professionals to start um, integrating them into our brand. Indeed. I noted that for every subscription someone has, a portion of that subscription goes to help a person in need. Tell us about this great empowerment effort. Thank you so much. So when we started, when we started uh, building out our core values as a company, and this term accessible and inclusion came up all the time, um, we wanted to create a service that um, was affordable for young professionals and post-secondary students to use. But a lot of students are, are in debt. And it, even though this is a more affordable service, it's not, that doesn't mean it's um, absolutely affordable. So what we wanted to do was uh, create a, a pay it forward fund. And what it is is $5 from every month of every subscription goes to the sort of pot to uh, help afford um, the journal that talks back to people who couldn't otherwise afford it. So every single person who's involved in getting coaching is also helping somebody else who couldn't otherwise access the program to get coached as well. Thank you. Thank you for such a gift. I believe that utilization of such a gift can be so empowering. You know, the support that a lot of people, like you said, you was able to write what you was not able to verbalize. And in doing so, you was able to find a path to being better. I wish more people would utilize the skill of journaling. I wish, I hope that this app, you know what I'm saying, as it is, it does have an accessible price point. And then with your empowerment effort regarding getting the people the service who normally wouldn't be able to be afforded, giving them, and that's a wonderful resource as well. <clears throat> a lot of people live in a bubble or they think they're in a bubble and they don't necessarily see the support that they can have. I believe this is an eclectic way, an adventurous way to get them the support they need for them to succeed. I, I really appreciate that and I totally agree. And beyond that, I think it really takes, you know, um, like a hundred Felipe's and a hundred Jonathan's or even a thousand Felipe's and a thousand Jonathan's to really start um, talking about what's going on in their head. and. What, one of the things, one of the concepts I really love is when uh, somebody comes up to you and they say, inevitably, how's it going? Um, a lot of us just jump to say, I'm good, and you? 
And it's really a fantastic opportunity to share a bit more about what's going on to help reduce um, that stigma and also um, communicate and share a bit more about what's going on, especially um, as we're sort of up and down with COVID again and again and again and again. Um, a lot of us experience uh, anxiety and depression and agoraphobia and lots of other things like never before. And it's uh, truly a fantastic opportunity um, to engage with each other, whether it's a, a relationship that you're in or a friendship or even uh, talking to someone fantastic like Felipe. It's really a fantastic way to, um, one, destigmatize mental illness and mental health and also um, explore a bit more of your own. Indeed, indeed, indeed. If somebody was resistant to using such an app or resistance to journaling, what would be your opening statement for them to get a better understanding? What would be like your, I don't know, your, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what would you tell them? How would you pitch it to them so that they can get a better understanding? You know, I went to the web. When, you, when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, that's, that seems interesting. It wasn't exactly what I thought it was until I went to the website. And that was kind of, so that kind of threw me off a little bit because like the journal that tossed back and I thought I was going to write a journal and it'd be like, it responded to me. I was thinking AI for some reason. But yeah, how would you pitch it to somebody so they have a better understanding, you know, make them want to go to the website to learn more because the website is absolutely beautifully amazing. Beautiful. It, it makes, even if I wanted to stop, I kept reading, you know what I'm saying? I kept strolling down. It was just so uh, engaging and so interesting. But yeah, what would be your pitch to get somebody who was on the fence or who was like, eh, yeah. Well, I really appreciate that. That's amazing. <laughs> um, my pitch would be, um, there's lots of fantastic services out there to really explore your mental health. And what the journal that Talks Back is doing that's a little unique is it's combining mood, stress, sleep tracking, all of the tracking as well as journaling and having a coach on the other end to read and respond. You're able to track your mood over time and your patterns and your behavior patterns and the words that even the words you use over and over again in your journals. Um, and your coach is there to help guide along that process. Uh, one of the reasons we actually called it the journal that talks back is because um, it leads to the question, well, who's talking back? And there there is a lot of AI that's coming out right now. And AI is really cool and it's fantastic and there's some really big progress there. Um, but it, it, there's a lot of things that it doesn't quite yet understand. Um, so whether you know it's using a tool like the journal that talks back, which is a really fantastic coaching service or um, accessing therapy or any of those other fantastic tools, it's really a, a great opportunity um, to check in with yourself and uh, with somebody with experience who can help guide you along that process. And one of the things that we do at the Journal That Talks Back is whoever goes to the website and books a call, they're going to be met with either uh, me as a you know youth worker and coach um, or one of our other fantastic intake professionals. We have a doctor on staff. Um, and one of the things we're doing is we're matching people with the appropriate coach. But there's also people who are talking to us who actually aren't a good fit for our service because they might actually need um, more therapeutic support. And that's one of the things we do. We always wanna make sure that we're connecting people with the right resource. And in some cases, that's us. 
And that's fantastic. And I'm excited to work with you or any other fantastic uh, people. Um, but we're also looking to connect people with um, the help and the resources they need as well. Indeed, indeed. Your social media presence is very empowering, very educating. Oh, thank you so much. I like your Facebook page. Um, because I don't really dabble too much with the other social medias like that. But TikTok. I want to, but TikTok is just so weird to me. <laughs> I I started. Um, I actually also am a, a metal vocalist. I do the screaming stuff. Mm. So I tried going on TikTok for that for a bit. It was a whole journey. Didn't what uh, wasn't my thing. Uh, but now uh, we're trying to uh, utilize TikTok as a platform to um, really engage with young people but in a really unique way because TikTok isn't about making really you know beautifully produced videos it's often about getting on camera and you know sharing a journaling prompt or sharing a really complicated concept in a really simple way and uh even for me uh, uh thinking about what i'm going to be talking about that day it actually even helps me break down how i would either approach an issue or um think about the concept that I'm teaching there in a different way. And I think that's, uh, um, as, a, as an educator and as a coach, I think it's a really uh, unique opportunity to engage with yourself and um, also with potential clients or even just the community at large um, in a really cool and different way. Well, that's a great, Wow, you should definitely be a spokesperson for TikTok. I never thought <laughs> about TikTok in that way because all I see is dance videos. I guess it depends on how you subscribe or your interests. That just makes me right now want to set up an account and see what you'd be I fantastic and see how I can contribute somehow. You'd be fantastic. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't know about all that dancing though, them dancing trends. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sometimes I see something and I say, no, I'm not going to do that. But also it's really, um, it's a chance for me to kind of be a real person. So I've tried a couple of the dances and I am awkward as heck. I am not a good dancer, even though like this might present differently to some people, but terrible dancer. Um, but it's really a good opportunity for me to explore my own comfort zones and also like share that with people that, you know, as entrepreneurs, sometimes we seem untouchable, but we're, we're real people too, going through our own journeys. And it's a really cool way to, to go through that. Indeed, indeed. Well, Jonathan, you've told us a lot, especially about the journal that tossed back. I'm definitely gonna, you'll be the, one of the first people I, I'll subscribe to on TikTok. Please, man, yeah. <laughs> and um, I see you on Instagram. So, you know, different ways and for, the, for them to learn about your product, learn about your adventure learn about how to get the best benefit from journaling, especially with a journal that uses life coaches. The mesh of the two concepts is amazing. Uh, I believe your company is gonna be great, very successful just based on that, especially as we're, we were supposed to be coming out of the pandemic, but looks like we're gonna get a part two that this type of support is, very beneficial, especially regarding this norm that we find ourselves in, that people normally probably wouldn't have access to or think to have access to. I'm going to spread this wide and far 
I'm going to talk about it on other shows. I'm going to run a commercial for it because I really believe in this particular product. I think I see the benefits of it. I see how it can help. I really appreciate that. Yes. Any, and, oh, go ahead. Um, I, I was just going to say, um, even the other day, so as I mentioned, we're an 18 plus program, but the other day, somebody who was under 18 reached out and um, it was a really, one, it was fantastic to see that young people are looking to take care of their mental health, but also um, I was able to, you know, get them set up with Kids Help Phone and some other really fantastic services. It's uh, it's really an interesting time we're coming into. And I think we have uh, one, as professionals, we have a really unique um, opportunity to it, it share the resources that are available with um, young people, old people, all the people. Um, and it's really a unique time where a lot of people are more aware than ever that something might not feel right. And I think it's a really cool opportunity for um, the mental health space altogether. So I'm really excited for a world where there's, you know, a thousand Felipe's. I think it'll be awesome. Well, it's time to start a conversation. And that conversation starts with the journal that talks back. Thank you, Jonathan, for being with us today on Modern Therapy. I look forward to seeing the impact that your app, that your application, your product brings to the world. Thank you. Be well. Be great. And you as well, Felipe. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Yes, sir.